We are recording part two. I have LIW John Carpenter review for some reason. Uh, episode 21. Let me change the, the camera on there. Top 10 comedy films, five through one. I'm Phoenix West. Dig, dig it. I'm Jansen Carlin. Hi, guys. We covered our hey. top, our bottom five of our top 10. How do I word this? Um, <laughs> how do words work? How do word? What are words? How does, how is Babby born? She sells, she shows. Um, we came into that bottom like a. Crazed lunatic. My number six, I fu- I fought myself to get that in my top five because I wanted it there, but I just couldn't do it. Mm. But all right, let's. Here's our top five. This is our cream of the crop here. Uh, we're going same same order, I guess. Dick, what is your number five? So top again, comedies? A, as as a representation of an era. <laughs> oh, so this is the '90s, <laughs> and I would say in the '90s there Hold was on. a period of Jan- time. Jansen, do you remember that list I t- asked you to put together? I'm like, hey, can you put your best representation of a comedy list together? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Of the 90s, to me, sort of an acclamation of all the good stuff of the 90s, is a movie called Greedy. 1994, Michael J. Fox, Kirk Douglas, Douglas, Phil Hartman, Ed Begley Jr. Um, It's Nancy Travis, who was in every 90s, early 90s movie ever made. She was like the number one go-to girl for a minute there. It was her and Annie McDowell in fucking every movie. Every comedy movie in the early nineties oh, yeah. was them too, but it's it's a simple it's like a simple story. It's Michael J. Fox is a bowler, which is funny. He's a bowler, and he comes from a wealthy family who's all waiting for this uncle to die because he has all the money. And it's Kirk Douglas, and who lived just, another twenty five years. Fuck another forty fifty <laughs> fucking years. Jesus Christ, he's like one hundred and three when he died, and. It's just a it's a fun movie. I wouldn't say it's like an amazing, funny comedy. It's just one of those movies that make you feel good. It reminds mm-hmm. you of your. It's like a nostalgic trip to the '90s, and it's a simple, funny movie with some really funny out loud moments. Um, Kirk Douglas is funny. Michael J. Fox is just charming yeah. as ever, and it's just a fun, nice movie. It is for a comedy. I it's haven't seen it in twenty years, but I yeah. I've seen it a, a few times, and I yeah. remember every I remember good things about it, and I just haven't seen it. Lately, yeah, I haven't seen it lately either, but I would say Bye, like, I don't even find it. It's like one of those rare movies. Jansen's I'm, gonna I'm, go with I've literally never seen it, and I mean, like, I want to now that I look at it, but oh no, I, it's it's worth I watching, yeah, it's pretty good, it. yeah. So, it's a feel good comedy, though. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, simple. it's just it's, it's simple, back, very it's, simple movie. All those, it has a really, like, really nice ending to it, it's, it's got a nice moral to it, and it's gotcha. a fun, fun, like, you know, I would say, like, What About Bob is a good, also, 90s comedy. Yeah. And Quick Change is another good one. Both Bill Murray movies that I like a lot. That would mm-hmm. be on this moment, in this part of that time, so. Phil Hartman Just is for, in it. Phil Hartman's in it, We yeah. didn't mention that. Yes. Um, yeah, it's, my favorite movie from 94 that came out, my comedy, I, is on my honorable mention list, Airheads. Mm. Yeah, I fucking. Well, I haven't seen movie. Airheads as much as you. I need oh, to watch man. that one again. I've seen that movie 40, 50 I've times. Yeah, I think I've seen it like halfway. <laughs> I need to watch it. That's a yeah. that's a Frank and I movie. We talk about that movie a lot, and yeah. And that, speaking of, that does have um, a certain actor in it. <laughs> this is true. That is Mr. Adam Sandler, Sandler movie, who has not made any of our lists yet. Steve Buscemi's in there as well. Brendan Fraser. I'd rather watch Steve Buscemi over Adam Sandler before he turned into an aged potato. I guess that's where they they met, huh? I forget that. Yep. Adam Sandler and Spashimi were in Airheads, and 
Yeah. Buscemi's in every Adam Sandler movie. Must have been, they must have hit it off or something in that movie. But look at this this poster for Greedy. It, this is how many people are in this movie that are well-known. Like, just no. fucking... Is that Richard Dreyfuss? Or is that... No. Is that his brother? That's his brother. <laughs> Drew, Drewy Dreyfuss. Like, Egg Bagley. This kid from everything back in the day. Yeah. I don't know if you can see him, but... Can't really. Yeah, it's kind of hard, but he's in. This kid was in fucking everything. Olivia Dabo, who's just so hot. This guy who's in. Uh, uh, he's in a bunch of stuff. Angie he Tribeca. In, he's. In, <laughs> he was just in Justified. Yeah, he's in a lot of stuff. He played a bad guy in Justified. He's, he's like kid, sixty he's and fucking shredded. That guy yeah. in real life, he is shredded. You're like, he took a shirt shirt off on Angie Tribeca. I'm like, god damn. He looks like Dennis Leary, but he's sh- fucking. Ripped. I'm like, oh, you're 60. That's sad. I he's, can't. He's, he's, uh, <laughs> I can't uh, compete with you. <laughs> uh, by way of by way of Bruce Lee. <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh, good God. choice. Uh, you are picking movies I haven't seen, or at least seen in 20 years. If I have seen them. Well, yeah. I'm trying to go for not your average comedy. Let's like bring up movies that <clears throat> people don't really talk about as much as they used to, or as they should. Yeah. It's it's a lot of movies I want to watch. Like Greedy, I haven't seen in so long. No. Um, producers I haven't seen ever. Rushmore, no. Caddyshack, eh. Night at the Opera, I'm curious. I'm going to get you, sucker. I want to watch again. or yeah. All the yeah. way through. I've seen bits and pieces. but Jansen, That's what... why this list was so hard to come up with. I can see why now. Different movies, you know. What's your number five, Jansen? So as, as I go higher and higher, it gets it gets more and more quotable. Um, so these movies are, are really tied to my generation. Not so much more things that I've seen in the past. I can't go... Decade by decade, like Dick does. So um, my movie pick is uh, <laughs> my movie pick is Pineapple Express from 2008 um, with uh, James Franco and Seth Rogen. I, I love this movie to death. I've seen it probably 60, 70 times, and I laugh uncontrollably every single time. Um, it's just it's so damn quotable. It's so damn stupid, and I, I just have a good time every time I watch it. This is the first one on the list where it's definitely representation of your age. Yeah, hundred percent. Because other than that, the rest of is mostly I representation get. of my age uh, with a little bit of stuff kind of um, <clears throat> thrown in between. But yeah, I don't want to put your list down, but I, I watched Pineapple Express and I was like, eh. yeah, I mean, not, not I everybody got, gets it. And I it's not nothing for out of it. I, I, yeah. And I wholeheartedly understand it. It, it yeah. has a very pointed um, generational like audience. Right. And I, I think it, it hit me at the right time. Uh, growing up, and I just I got a good kick out of it, and had Which a lot of fun with it. Funny because these guys are our age, not your age. No, I know, <laughs> so but just kind of funny. But the but the movie itself, the writing for it, I think was was really directed towards the the audience of the time, which I think was was my age. You got a lot of category. stoner comedies on your list without being a stoner. I mean, so the funny part is these movies were funny to me because at the time I was a stoner. <laughs> okay so i have i have a stoner history okay right? yeah. it doesn't exist anymore um and it didn't end well but a lot of these are from that is, era is there a dead body on the side of the no no, no no it's just it's <laughs> okay. more so that I, I i found out that um it doesn't agree with me as a person you have, uh, as, you have one lung no no no, no. like just uh mentally it's, it's not good for me yeah it's not, it's not i don't have good reaction to it People have like substance abuse issues, and I just don't understand it. <laughs> As he pulls up a handle of Captain. <laughs> oh, sorry. Pig with Nick Cage. 
Ooh. <laughs> oh, I forgot we got to talk about that soon. Okay. We're on our way. Um, I did like the movie, though. I don't want to put it down. I just went, not nah, for me. I did like it, though. Opinions are there are there for a reason, right? So yeah. it's not it's not for everybody. I understand that. But I love it. I have a good time. I've shown it to many people and always get a good laugh out well, of it. Well, so. kind of what we're doing is, what's what's one scene that really sticks out to you? Um, it, It's probably towards the beginning of the movie um, where they're talking. They're sitting on the couch and they're talking about the the new like strain of weed that he's got this shit is the sickest shit i've ever smoked um and he's he's like the most quotable lines of that he's like you mix that that shit with this shit and those those two come together and then you this shit with that shit those babies fucked this is the product the baby fucking and i i don't i don't know it, it just it just got me at a time where i'm like oh this is so stupid it's funny yeah um it's a, it's a joke that you could sit you could see them sitting around a table smoking and and just yeah add that in like yeah, like well, that. and I, I for sure know that these guys were fucking baked out of their oh, minds yeah. during the entire shooting of all this. I'm pretty sure that a lot of this is ad libbed, but um, yeah, you could just tell they were having a fun time throughout this entire movie because the real the reality of it, the subplot of the movie is so ridiculous, um, and just the the comedic value that they add to it. Like James Franco and Seth Rogen obviously have this great chemistry, but then you throw like danny mcbride in there and he's so over the top and ridiculous um just gets me every time but like you have gary uh t- gary cole's in it and he's in a few of these movies that i picked office space office space right so i i love i love actors like that that just show up and you're just like oh shit this guy's in this is gonna be good steven root is a guy when i see him i'm like i'm gonna have a good time even if it's a serious movie i'm still gonna love it because i love steven root yep he's one of those guys <clears throat> okay yeah, i noticed none of us have a kevin smith movie yet Weird. Kevin's uh, not happening. Not going to happen. Weird, right? I just know, for some reason, I was thinking about that because I was thinking of all, all those movies you, you know, you were talking about. Well, I think this is the end. Kevin Smith is, is a person who you like as a certain type of kid, like growing up, like if, yeah. you, if you were like, like a teen or like, you know, late eight, 18 to 20, sure. But then you turn 24, 25, and you start to have a brain. And your brain says, yeah, it's not that funny. This is okay. Well, I think he's funny, and I think he's a really sweet person. He's just made yeah. too many incorrect statements lately where he's trying to hide stuff. I'm well, not getting too deep with, on that. He fucked up with He-Man. He's he, done that. Even there. beyond that, before that, he, he had fucked a thing. up bad with that. He had a thing with Adam Carolla where Adam Carolla does not lie. I, I firmly mm-hmm. believe that. Like, he has no reason to lie. And he's like, this is what happened. This is what Kevin did. And Kevin's like, no, that's not mm-hmm. what happened. I'm like... Sorry, I love you, Kevin, but I'm gonna go with Adam here because Adam has zero reason to lie, and it's like all that little stuff starts to add up. And uh, Kevin Smith is a sweetheart; like he has, he wears his heart on his sleeve. And I don't want to watch any more of his movies. If he keeps yeah. making them, I'm like, no, thank you, sir. I I can't honestly say that I've ever sat through a full Kevin Smith movie. There, there's some good uh, dogmas on my uh, honorable mention list. I do love that movie. Yeah. Uh, Chasing Amy, I think, is a good movie. Even though you can't buy the fact that a lesbian would fall in love with Ben Affleck, but no, it's a science fiction movie. Yeah, that's what he said. That's coming <laughs> yeah, yeah, from Kevin Smith and his. Yeah, yeah, that's what I quoted, <laughs> yeah, it's great. He has. I will say, that Kevin Smith. If you're not into his movies, watch his like his Q and A's with colleges. They are oh, yeah. fucking hilarious. No, an evening with Kevin like, Smith is his. Best it is borderline stand up, and he's just telling stories. It goes, is hilarious. When he's, with, when he's with Jason Mewes and. If somebody says, get the cock out of your mouth, 
I love the cock of my mouth and shut your face. And he goes, holy shit. I can't looks at Jason. He goes, you just got unleashed there for a minute. Stick a fucking cock in your mouth. Yeah. Shut your face. It's, it's <laughs> great. It's, it is uh, funny stuff. You should check that out, Jansen. If you yeah, get a even with right. Kevin Smith is his greatest. Is yeah, his the, greatest most, the most Kevin Smith I've ever been subjected to is like an interview with Joe Rogan. And that's about it. Yeah, it, it's. Yeah. If you don't care about his movies, that's fine. Nobody will force you to. But check out his no. Evening with Kevin Smith, the first one. The second one, his, eh, First one. Add it to the list. The Superman, His Superman story and his Prince story are legendary. The Prince story is fucking incredible. Like it, it goes on for like 40 minutes. And no, it, it's enthralling God. the whole way through. But okay. he also did Too Fat for 40, where he's like, all right, I'm going to answer really quick questions. Not one, and that's it. You know, we're going to one after another after another. He answers one question for an hour and a half <laughs> <laughs> about Bruce Willis. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, but shuffle. All right. All right um, uh, what are we at? My number four, right? Mm. My number five. Yeah, uh, your number five. My number five is already covered. Yep. Office oh, space. Okay. Good job. Good job. My number five is office space. So we can move on. So cool. this is where we get Probably to pick agree. up a little speed here. I um, just I just changed my number four. Oh God! Why are you changing just, your list? I just thought of something, and 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 again, representation of a modern day comedy. Because I had another one on there. Another, I think this is a better one. Hot Tub Time Machine. I think it's one of the funniest movies of the last like fifteen years. I've never seen it, and I won't. I I think when I because <laughs> I didn't think that movie was going to be anything, and I never I was like a, I didn't want to watch it because all the reviews and people say like this movie's great man you go see it's like ah, i don't care it sounds stupid chevy chase is in it i don't care didn't didn't see it until like the last week it was in theaters and i went and saw it with friends and i laughed the whole time the mm. movie is just fucking funny it's a funny see movie. i i feel like i remember that movie fondly and like thinking that i liked it but it, it doesn't bring up any actual memories for me of of enjoyment so i've seen it the one time and yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, it's, I, it's, I hear where you're coming from, but like, man, I, I don't know. It's pretty, the sequel is fucking garbage. Is it? It's that's kind of to be it's expected. Awful. I feel like that's kind of one of those yeah. one-off movies. Like you get one chance yeah. to make this really funny. A sequel doesn't cut what? it. It's a time travel movie. The first sure. one has a 6.4. The second one has a 5.1. Yeah. The first, second one's there terrible. you go. The, the first one is just, it's funny. And it's got look the more you think Lugal at the end where he changes the history and because he he stays in the past. Never seen so it. Go back in the oh no you got it's funny it's a, and Crispin Glover's in it and Chris, Crispin Glover sorry Chevy Chase is a, in it. Yeah, it's, but he's actually not awful because uh, Clark Duke's in it. And Clark Duke has a good Clark Duke's chemistry. Good. Yeah, good chemistry with Chevy Chase because he, he says like yeah, Chevy Chase always calls him Madam. He, he always calls. Clark Duke's uh, madam or miss. And he goes, I'm a man. What are you talking about? Lizzie Kaplan's yeah, right, in girl. it. Lizzie Kaplan's in it. Maybe I'll watch it. Oh, she's cute. She's a cutie in this one. <sighs> it's just, it's a fun, it's a funny movie. It, 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 it's about, I think the reason why Jansen wouldn't remember, didn't like it. It's about aging. And it's mm-hmm. about like you, you missed your, your window of opportunity. You yeah. And when did life. that come out? What, like, like 2010, eight, 10. Yeah. And that was like, I just graduated high school. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I, I was 2010. I was living in LA trying to make it as anything. And you're just beaten down by life. And sure. you see a tough time machine and you're like, Hey, I want to kill myself too. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make a comedy out of it. 
Oh man. But yeah, it's it's worth watching. Why well, I'd say watch it again, it's funny. Okay. It's a I'll funny it a movie. It's it's very funny. And I just thought of it right now to bring it up because we're not and it's John Cusack because I would put high fidelity on my top ten, but that's on my honorable mention. That's on my honorable mention. Yeah. High fidelity, gross, gross point blank are on my uh, honorable yeah, mention. Yeah, gross point blank too. Those two movies. This is the, the John Cusack representation. This is uh my uh John Cusack. Well, I, I think I think before our top three, yes. I'm going to read off my honorable mention list in whole and just get it out of the way okay. so I can delete yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, we've already talked about a lot of them, but yeah. Um, okay, I, I have never seen it, so I can't comment. It does look it looks like it would be funnier than I think it would, like MacGruber. Like MacGruber, I was like, "Fucking fine, I'll watch it," and I laughed the whole way through. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like in I tears for it. some part. Like, I couldn't do it. I don't know why I thought it was so funny. And I watched mm. it seven or eight times now and I, I, I laugh. Mm. Adam fucking hated it. That's why I was, I was going to bring it up on my list just to fuck with him, but he yeah. had to go and die on us. So, Interesting. Um, yeah, definitely check out MacGruber. It's fun. Way more fun okay. than the, the stupid spots on SNL were. Um, You're keeping a running list of the things we talk about, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I'm taking a list of our, of our movies, not anything we mentioned. Well, shit. I could put MacGruber on my honorable mention list. Yeah. Okay. I, I love yeah, I want to see your honorable mention list because I'm sure there's some good shit on there. Um, all right. So good number four because none of us are going to have that. Uh, yeah. So I the sequel it. looked fucking garbage. The sequel is terrible. Ter- yeah. It's awful. It's, it's just awful. a movie that slipped by me for some reason. And I love John Cusack. And Clark yeah, and Duke the, is great. Craig like Robinson. I, I didn't want to see this movie when it first came out. I was like, fuck it. I'm not going to see it. But then I was like, fine. I got browbeaten to go see it. And I enjoyed the hell of it. And maybe that's why I like it. Because I had such low expectations that it actually came out real good. So now that I told you that's really funny and likable, you're going to hate it. Well, no, I probably I'm gonna like it. But Lizzie Clapham's yeah. in my top like five yeah. celebrity crushes. So Lizzie Clapham's cute as shit in this movie. Yeah, she's great. And she's funny, too. Yeah. That's, that's And she's funny. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's great. Um, anyway, um, Jansen, what is your number four? So number four is my, uh, representation of Mel Brooks. Um, it is <laughs> my, it was the first Mel Brooks movie I ever saw with my dad. Robin Hood. Um, and it's, it's blazing saddles. Um, okay. I, yeah. I, I love blazing saddles. It, I, you can't do this movie ever again. And it is, it is just the quintessential ridiculous <laughs> jokes that just don't, get anywhere these days so i i think it's hilarious um and the little pieces of mel brooks and every part of it is is a crack up so um i love i love the the cast um gene wilder holds a special place in my heart so i i love i love this movie a lot i, I, get, I get big laughs every time i watch it. i don't think the world realizes what it lost with gene wilder oh my god so yeah. much so much That's you know what's funny we were watching um that that show on NBC with um, Law and Order. Glee. No, no, it's it's the two gay guys and the girl. Um, uh, two guys, and a girl, and a pizza. Oh, sorry. It's it's Will and Grace, <laughs> and Gene Wilder has cameos throughout it as as Will's boss, and every fucking scene is hilarious because he's playing like this old senile dude that just wants to get loved, and like it is it is pure comic comedic gold. Um, and I, I love it. <laughs> Gene Wilder is, is a treasure. His approach to comedy is top three, where it's mm. don't approach it like you're doing a comedy. 
don't approach it like anything. I don't know what it's, sure. I don't know what it was. He just showed up and said lines in the most dramatic way. And that's what made him funny. Right. He's just delivering exactly what you wrote on the paper. And with like complete serious, like effort, <laughs> like just like he would deliver any type of dramatic line. How you do you I mean? make and, the character of Willy Wonka? How do you make me feel for him in certain scenes? Yeah. It's fucking incredible. And like hundred percent Johnny Depp That's couldn't a, even come close to that. No, no. no. You know, what's funny is my wife had never seen the original Willy Wonka. Oh really? And mm-hmm. yeah. And, and we watched it for the first time, like a few weeks ago. I was like, this is, this is my childhood. Like this yeah. is the good shit right here. And she, she loved it. But yeah. I was like that, that Johnny Depp shit doesn't hold a candle. In, in Willy, Willy Wonka, the original, that would be an honorable mention. Cause that's pretty much a comedy too. It, yeah. hundred percent. hundred percent. It's yeah. it's not on I my mean, honorable mention, but it definitely is, is up there. Yeah, I just don't yeah, think it, it's it, as funny as it is good, which is weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, like, it's it's. If, did you ever watch the Red Letter Media discussion on yeah, Willy Wonka? Yeah. It's very interesting with how they really bring it down. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. uh, the, Grandpa Joe is the villain of the piece. Yes. Well, what I still don't get about the whole thing is there's two things that bother me. Disability so one is fraud. the fact that that everybody except for the family that we're following is an Englishman. Yeah. And the fact that Grandpa Joe's such an old piece of shit that the only thing that gets him up is the fact that he gets to go tour a chocolate factory, well, but he hasn't yeah. worked for 20 years. It's disability fraud. That's what that is. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> that's what that is. He's in a weird pinky's four-way sex hey. with, the, with the other grandma, with, grandparents. With, right. his, with his son's spouse's yes. parents as well. They got a weird footsie thing going on for, for five mother, decades. It, his mother has a song about how dreams don't come true. <laughs> I straight up skip that song every Everybody does. time. Her every song is the worst. Time. It's bad. Yes, absolutely. It's you skip that garbage. song. They need to have a feature. Like, you know how when you watch Netflix, like five episodes in a row, it's like skip, skip intro. They need skip, to have yeah, skip, skip mom song. song. <laughs> but yes. Absolutely. It's, 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 it does yeah, the that's... auto thing where you have to click the button to cancel. Otherwise, it's going to skip it. That's right. what it needs. Yeah, that song. Anyway, Blazing Saddles. We're not even talking about Willy Wonka. Yeah, no, it's okay. <clears throat> well, Blazing Wilder, Saddles. Great. Yeah, and I I've only seen that movie twice, but it is yeah, it was really it was fucking between funny. that and and Young Frankenstein. Yeah. And I had to pick this, I think, because it was the first one that I saw, and I just it holds a special yeah. place for me. I saw Young Frankenstein first, so that's it's Frankenstein. Frankenstein. <laughs> if you want to pronounce it that, <laughs> roll, roll, roll in the hay. Uh, wasn't your lump? No. Oh, okay. Marty Feldman is great. All right. We're still not talking about Blazing Saddles. Okay. So, yeah, Blazing Saddles, I can't really speak to a whole lot. Jansen, what do you love so much about that other than that was the first one you watched? I mean, what, what scenes uh, or my, scenes? My favorite out? scene is how they, they build the town out of nothing um, for for this, like, battle scene. And it just, it's it's breaking the fourth wall without doing it. And, like, it's kind of ahead of its time. And it's, and it's um you know, it's it's Mel Brooks playing these random parts like the, the Indian chief. And I, I don't know, the whole thing just has so many like little pieces of value throughout the whole thing that I think go missed or could go missed. Right. Just like the whole like random jokes of like, Oh, the lights go out and she says, Oh, it is true what they say. <laughs> like <laughs> it's ridiculous, but, and, and you can't get away with it anymore. So it, it holds a, a special place because it, it can't be done again. Yeah, people like to say that, and, and Dick even said it earlier, like, you can't do comedy. Like, you can, it just might not be as successful at first. Well, it's it's, it's gonna, not going to be successful, It's going to take a while to get that cult status, but people will watch it. And 
I don't know how successful Blazing Saddle was. How, how who knows? I mean, obviously, big, it has a pretty big movie. Yeah, was it like very box well. office wise? I think so. Yeah. Oh, good. Uh, I, I have no I idea. It, it, uh, Mel Brooks at his height was actually quite successful. Yeah, this is did... this is definitely way better than a lot of his movies are because you know at this time, uh, what's that? Uh, history so the of for the history movie of was... the world part one. Eh. So the movie budget was. 2.6 yeah and it grows to 119 yeah that's pretty good that's 70s dollars yeah so right that means 500 million dollars yeah uh, yeah oh, no i mean it's 2.6 mil 119 mil yeah that's what i mean oh yeah so i mean it's uh, no, like I'm going, yeah, is, is that a, is that adjusted or no no it's um, not adjusted it's, it's straight from imdb i don't it's know straight, if yeah know. imdb just has the original so yeah. 119 million 70s dollars I mean, either so way it's adjust, it's either adjusted or not it's still dollars, fucking yeah. great but yeah. yeah. When I think of Mel Brooks, I th- my first memories are um, Robin Hood in tights, and well, first mm. is Spaceballs, and then Robin Hood in tights. Spaceballs. Those are my two big movies with him. And that's uh, yeah, I, honorable I showed, mention. <laughs> I showed Kelly Robin Hood in tights. She fell asleep, <laughs> and I'm over here just laughing my ass off. <laughs> it's it's, but that's not a. I wouldn't say it's a good movie. It's just no. a fun, and I don't movie. think it's a good intro into that that realm no. either. Well, you it's, want you hear, here's the here's the difference. Spaceballs was twenty-two million dollar budget, only grossed thirty-eight million. Oof. They were trying so hard to bank on that uh, Star Wars money. Yep. Yeah, but it was like four That's years good. later. Yep, but the series is still going. Is that on me? Hold up, Kelly. Thanks. Hold up, Kelly, <laughs> to the camera. Up, Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> hey, ask her what she thought about Blazing Saddles. Have I shown her that? Did I say that? Right? I yeah, thought you I did. I have shown her that. I thought I. I think I have. She's already know. gone. Fuck it. Too late. She's already gone. <laughs> you did too many back and forth. Um, okay. Well, here, here, here's another one. Uh, Young Frankenstein, two what? million dollar budget, made eighty six million dollars worldwide. Yeah. Nineteen seventy four. That's pretty good. That that's uh, that's a big that's a big number. Young Frankenstein is definitely on my um, honorable mention list. You will hear that yeah. in a moment. But first, let's get my number four out of the way, and then we'll do honorable mention. My number four is going to be um, Shaun of the Dead. Yeah. Shaun of the Dead. I almost put it, and it got replaced like last minute. By what? Um, you can't know that yet. <laughs> but it should fall out the number 10, not the number four slot. <laughs> no, it was it was more of a like I didn't think of it at the time type of deal. I'm like, oh, that's that's gonna get pulled and that's gonna get put type of deal for me personally, just because of how many times I had seen this particular movie and how much like weight it holds for me. I've seen Shaun of the Dead thirty times, like truly all the way through. Yeah, I would say thirty. Yeah, I've seen it multiple times. Yeah, and I I I don't get sick of it. I, I fucking absolutely love this movie. Dick and I were there at the what turned out to be the American world premiere. We had no idea. It was no directly idea. across the street from our school. We just walked over there to, to the arc light and we're like, all right, there's a lot of zombies here. What the fuck's going on? <laughs> there's this movie we'd never heard of. And we're like, <laughs> we started, I started asking people, I'm like, what's going on? Like, why are you dressed up as zombies? And the guy's like, it's Shaun of the Dead. It's an English movie. And they're Dumbass. I was like, what the yeah, fuck? We had no idea what the hell this movie was. Yes, and then we and heard about it. I thought it would be the introduction because I hadn't seen Space. And yeah, I've seen, I've seen and I've since seen, seen Space. Space is great. Yeah, Space is wonderful. And 
I had, but I had never seen that, so I didn't know who Edgar Wright was. This was the movie that introduces Edgar Wright, and the world has been a wonderful place ever since. We went back to Remco's apartment, and we looked it up on his laptop. We're like, "What the fuck is Shaun of the Dead?" And we looked it up, and like, "All right, that looks interesting." Not having because the trailer doesn't really tell you what the movie's gonna yeah. be like. This is back before the "Give Everything Away" trailers. Yeah, yeah. So we're like, fuck it. And I got a ticket and we all went and then just, I, I couldn't believe what I was watching. Cause I'm like, everything they set up in the first half is exactly what happens yeah. in the se- It's like this. It's like they held a mirror up to the first half of the script and they went, that has to pay off. How's this going to pay off? Jansen, it sounds like you want to ask for 10 minutes off. Now you're just garfing your <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna, yeah, but I, but then it got here. I'm like, I'm just gonna eat in between talking. Yeah, you have another ten minute break to have it all come out of your asshole. Sorry, Sorry. no, you're good. Um, no, I, I really truly do love Shaun of the Dead, though. Um, it just for me, it's 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 more of an honorable mention. It doesn't hold as, as special of a place in my heart as some of these other movies, but 100 percent agree with you. Well, I think Dick knows it's not the only one on my list. I know, and we're at number just... four, so. Yeah, because we're going to talk about it right now. Oh, no. On my number four. Oh, no. Okay. Um, well, you're did your number four, so it'll be number three. Oh, what was my number four? <laughs> Hot Tub Time Machine. Oh, well, I thought that was number five. Oh, no, for some goddamn reason. That oh, was that's number... right. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no. Number three. Uh, well, t- my number three is Hot Fuzz. Okay, hold on. Um, yeah, Shaun of the Dead. It's uh, It was the first movie I watched that the British... Because at this point, I had not seen the British Office. I had not seen most of the Monty Python and shit like that. I really had no ref, frame of reference for British humor. So I watched this and I go, is this what Brit- Britain is doing? Because holy shit, it's far superior than what we're doing over here. Yeah. See, I had the fortunate piece that my dad grew up loving Monty Python shit. Um, so I got to see that before I saw Shaun of the Dead. No, and I, I-, I grew up on Monty Python, but I don't think it's that funny. Oh, really? It's funny. Okay. The movies are funny. The show, very hit or miss. I like the show. I'm kind of, I'm, I'm I don't disagree with that. I've watched some, some yeah. boring episodes of the show, but um, the movies obviously are. Yeah, movies are great. Cool classics. When Monty Python has uh, the uh, the old lady society reenacting the Battle of Pearl Harbor, that's the funniest shit I've ever seen. Well, there are some Monty Python movies on my honorable mention list. Um, yeah, mine too. Now that we're done with our top four, we're in our top three here. Um, let me get my honorable mention list out of the way. Um, I got Raising Arizona, Groundhog Day, mm-hmm. The Burbs, yeah, Fargo, yeah, Airheads. I just added McGruber because we're talking about it. Dogma, American Psycho. I really <clears> tried <throat> to make it on my list because I think yeah. that movie's hilarious for what it is, but I couldn't. Gross Point Blank, High Fidelity, Clue. Mm-hmm. Clueless, I love that movie. <laughs> Lock, stock, and two smoking barrels. The gentleman, an American werewolf from London, which I couldn't believe yeah. didn't make my top ten. Um, yeah. Wayne's World, Dirty Work, I love that movie. Life of Brian, Monty Python, Monty Python, and the Holy Grail, Young Frankenstein, Airplane, Ed Wood, which I don't know how that didn't make my top ten. Yeah, Ed Wood is more I is I put in the biopic category. I don't know. Uh, well, it's still comedy. Uh, Fear it's and Loathing. Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. That was yeah. hard. Then I'm have my top ten. Tommy Boy, being John Malkovich, the first half of Idiocracy, <laughs> and then what we do in the shadows. Yeah, well, all good. Very good choices. Yeah. Um, Ghostbusters two. 
I do love Ghostbusters too, but I don't Honorable laugh. Mention. I don't laugh that much during it. I do laugh. I, I quote Ghostbusters two just as much as I quote Ghostbusters one sometimes. Hairless pets, weird. Well, like, let's talk about I, some of those. I'm movies. a voter. <laughs> Aren't you supposed to lie to me and kiss my butt? All right. What you said your number three dick is? Hot fuzz. Never heard of it. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're good. It's part two of the Shine of the Dead Cornetto trilogy. Never heard of um, it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Hot Fuzz is a, is an awesome Edgar Wright movie. Uh, it, it, I like it more than Shine of the Dead. I like Shine of the Dead. Like again, I like Shine of the Dead. I like At the World's End. But I think Hot Fuzz is the most complete movie of the Cornetto trilogy, and I think it's it's the height of all of their powers. <clears throat> Because it works so well. It's so funny. And it's not based on a previous genre. Like, Shaun of the Dead ah. is easy to sort of be a satire of zombie movies. But Hot Fuzz, who does a satire of a crime movie, like a, of a British crime movie, really? It's yeah. a buddy cop movie, right? Yeah, like a buddy cop movie. Like they, they did, like let's do a British, and, a British, yeah. like, uh, murder mystery with a bad boy style buddy cop. Like, yeah. like lethal weapon buddy cop. It, it's it's yeah. it it's perfect. It's a perfect comedy. It's wonderful. It is. I will talk about my opinions a little bit later on in the show for some reason. Oh, so is it is it number two on your list? I won't get into why. Because uh, we're we're running out of time here. Maybe it's all right. So your number three is Hot Fuzz. That's a great yeah. number three. Um, let's. Do you want to take a second here, Jansen? Before to you what? get to your number three. I'm ready to go. All right. What's your number three? Step Brothers. <laughs> wow. That's. Cool. I know I'm going to catch flack for that. It's not a, not terrible. It's not terrible. I will say. Again, Step Brothers. Most is, quotable movies to me. Step Brothers is fucking hilarious. It is a funny it, movie. It is funny. It's fucking hilarious. And like that era of comedy for me is just, you know, Step Brothers and Talladega Nights and all that bullshit. Those two did like. It cracks me up every single time. We're here to fuck shit up. <laughs> yeah. The nutsack uh, and the drum. You lick that white dog shit. <laughs> like, it just, I, I don't know. It, it's, it's got everything for me. Um, and, and Richard Jenkins again. Richard, Richard Jenkins again. Yeah. Uh, Adam Great Scott. As Adam his brother. Scott. That scene well, of them. He punches in, in them the, out of the treehouse. Yeah. You want to you hit me, don't you? You want to <laughs> punch me in the face. My favorite part of that is like it sets you up to feel that way though too. Like yeah. them driving in the car singing that song, the way they're looking at each other and saying, like, I just want to punch that motherfucker in the face. And then sure enough, we You're get flat. to punch that motherfucker You're in the face. You're flat. And, Here it comes. Save the show. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> yeah. sing, sing our guns and roses. Yeah. I will say, out of all of those movies that those guys ever did together, that is my favorite. It, I think yeah. it it for some reason ends up having more heart. Than all of them combined. I don't like Talladega Nights. I just do not like it. I don't yeah, give I've, a I've shit about it. I've never, I've never Talladega Nights is all right for me too. Um, this movie's true. It's truly just does have it's Will Ferrell doing doing his George Bush impression. I don't want to watch it again. <laughs> I, I can't stay. I am not a Ron Burgundy Anchorman fan. I've never cared for Neither those movies. I, I, I thought they were funny, but they're not my they're not my shtick. This this yeah. movie, like those two, just head to head through the whole movie, just fucking phenomenal. Yeah. Oh, right, so speaking of that, great. Uh, John C. Riley, another honorable mention movie, Cyrus. I've never it. seen it's, that. It's a Duplass movie. Yeah, is that where, worth watching? Uh, 
where Jonah Hill is Marissa Tomei's son and John C. Reilly's going out with Marissa. It's fucking funny. I, I hear it's good. I hear it's better shit. than it looks. Yeah. The trailer it's, looks, it's it's good. It's the, funny. It's yeah. a problem of its own trailer. The trailer made it look bad. But I hear it's yeah. good. Everyone I respect like says it's it was good. It's funny. Yeah. yeah. I just I love the fact that even in, in throughout this entire movie for Step Brothers, it's like even the the non like top, you know, build actors are having like these ridiculously funny moments like Catherine Hahn. Catherine Hahn. <laughs> when she's standing I, at the door, she's like, I just want to roll, roll you up into up. a ball and shove you right up into my vagina. I see your little Catherine curly hair tingling all over me. <laughs> like, Catherine Hahn is fuck? sexy to me. I don't she's know why. So hot, but she's so ridiculous. She's, she's hot. She's got a weird hotness to her. I love her 100%. aloofness in The Visitor. Or The Visit. Yeah. The Visit. That's what it's called. The Visit, yeah. The M. Night oh, movie. She's in an M. Night movie. That's Grandma and Grandpa. <laughs> Who are they? <laughs> Who are they? Oh, my God. Twist. Yeah, it's but she she yeah she's great in that movie and uh, Mary Steen Virgin is great. Her and Richard Jenkins together just some reason work. I don't know why. No, yeah, it's good. Back, back to Cyrus. The, the best part is a visual gag where John C. Reilly like falls asleep on the couch and he wakes up and he sees Jonah Hill in his underwear with a butcher knife <laughs> and he's like scared shitless. He goes, "Hey, you want a brownie?" <laughs> he's cutting brownies it's so fucking funny it's just like such a random fu- it's it's funny cyrus is i haven't seen it in a long time but when i remember it, it's a fucking funny movie mm-hmm. and i hate jeff who lives at home and the same guys make that movie but yeah i watched it it was all right there, jeff lives at moon sucks there's five percent of that movie i really loved everything else though i despised we ever see Baghead? That was another one of their no. movies. Baghead's not bad. Uh, Greta Gerwig Sofa, is one of her first movies. No. It's kind of funny. It's just it's mumblecore that they yeah. created the yeah. mumblecore genre, which is like eh, it's hipster comedy basically. I have no problem with the genre. I have no, pro- but I don't want pretentiousness. Yeah, it's like Zach Braff leaked over yeah. in the in the Duplass brothers, who I like. Yeah. I like Mark Duplass, and I like the yeah. other one. What's his name? Was it Jake? Uh, I think so. Yeah. I like I like them. They're they're funny, yeah. but a lot of their movies that they get to fold themselves and over they yeah. overwrite, yeah, and just kind of kind of ruins it. Anyway, um, yeah, Step Brothers, good choice. It, it is goddamn hilarious that movie. You can't wa- not watch that movie and have a good time. Hundred percent. It's it's fun. Even if you hate it, you're still gonna laugh at some point. Because it's stupid. It's, Cat- it's stupid. Catalina wine mixer. Yeah. Fucking Catalina wine mixer. Yeah, Rob. Uh, what's his name? I can never think of his Rob Eagle. I just my favorite. My favorite scene is John C. Riley talking to his dad in the kitchen. He's like, "Picture this, Dad. I come down. I got a luscious V from my chest pubes down to my ball throw. Nancy takes a little one look at me and she goes, "Damn, I've had the old what's bull, that? but now I want the young, young cat. cat. She grabs me by the wiener. <laughs> the vampire goes, "Fuck up, Dad. <laughs> dad, I love you. I respect you, but fuck you." <laughs> <laughs> You can't you can't uh, not quote Step Brothers without the whole uh, <clears throat> so many more room for activities. Yeah. <laughs> Why did we do back? this? Hey, never actually you like guacamole. <laughs> oh God, that's great. It's a fun. It's uh, the ball sack on the drum kit is all I need to think about. Put my nut sack on your drum set because <laughs> they uh, show it. They show a little rubbery yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, all right. Done eating. Sorry about that, guys. That's all right. My number three will not surprise anyone if you've ever, if you've ever watched any of my shows. Ugh. Oh, wow, it's that low. 
I'm shocked. Number three. I'm shocked. I well, thought it'd be number one. Yeah. You you know what my top two are then. Yeah. <laughs> now I do. Yeah. Uh it's Ghostbusters is the my first favorite movie. So much so that my dad, who I don't talk to, one of the last things we talked about was he goes, You know how much you drove me crazy watching Ghostbusters? I was like, Good. <laughs> like, I don't give a shit. I still watch it all the time. I don't give it. I have it on 4K yeah. now, and I still I watch it, and I have it on Blu-ray as well because I might burn that copy out. <laughs> I love you, I respect you, but fuck you. Yeah. <clears throat> this is back on VHS days where you would oh, burn yeah. out a copy and you had yeah. to rebuy it and then burn yeah. that. Like they would, they you can only watch a VHS like 30, 40 times. But yeah. as a kid, you just sit there. And... Oh yeah. Yep. And uh, yeah, I, I've seen this movie. I, as an adult, I, I only watch it once every two years, I'd say. I don't mm-hmm. want to burn it out as an adult, because you can't get uh, over that. It's a, it's a yearly movie for me. I'd, I'd watch it once a year. Yeah. Yeah. I can't. I saw it in the theater. I got to see it in the theater on the 30th anniversary yeah, thing. Yeah, I saw it. That was yeah, great. Yeah. That was, I was crying. <laughs> like, like, oh, <laughs> this is great. <laughs> like, I made it. Well, yeah, it's one of my favorite movies of all time. Like, uh, and... Well, clearly, I still got Ghostbusters shit everywhere, and uh, yeah. it, it's it means more to me than the two movies above my on my on my list. But it's not as funny as those two movies are to me. But uh, yeah, Bill Murray makes this movie. Everyone else, other than oh, him and Harold Ramis, make this movie for me. They're always they've yeah. always been my two favorite Ghostbusters. Uh, Dan Aykroyd is my least favorite Ghostbuster. I'll take Man, I'll take Winston weirdo, dude. I'll take Winston Zedmore over over Ray Stance any day of the week. Oh, I, I think Winston's great. He's great as long as he's there's a paycheck the one, in he, it. He's got one of the best lines in the movie. That's a big Twinkie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he really, I mean, when, he does have some of the best lines in Ghostbusters. Uh, Winston Zedmore, he really does. And I've liked more of his movies than I have Dan Aykroyd's. Yeah. Like Cr- the Crow, the Crow is in my top ten as well, or top yeah. fifteen. Ernie Hudson is in some good fucking movies. Yeah, the fucking Crow, the fucking Crow is awesome. I know I Jansen Crow. hates the Crow. I get it, but whatever. Do you really don't like the Crow, Jansen? Yeah, we've had this disc. Really? Oh my god, get him off the show. <laughs> <laughs> no, every time he mentions the Crow, I boot him. <laughs> I still need. I still have yet to watch it again since we've discussed it. Oh, okay. So I don't know if my feelings have changed. And I, like I said before, the first time I watched it, I was I was pretty young and like maybe I just didn't get it. Well, um, so I'll give it. I time. have a gift for you. Forty six hours of pain. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want it anymore. It's not like an amazing movie. It's just it's a. Just, it's a good solid. It's a movie. good solid movie, and and yeah. I love the comic. So well, I, I like a good revenge flick movie. I'm a yeah. sucker for revenge movies, and that's like top five revenge movie for me. Well, in that case, if you're on the live stream, yeah. check out yeah. the next episode called "Pig" by uh, Nick Cage. Cast. I thought also, I was known gonna... as, also known as Hillbilly John Wick. Yeah, I thought it was going to go John Wick style. So I thought I was, it was. Hold on, dude, hold on, hold on, hold yeah. on. Okay, so that's my number three, uh, Ghostbusters. Okay. Um, it yeah, is weird that it is so low, right? I'm shocked. I thought it would be at least number one. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a better movie, like, as far as yeah. history is going to view it. But to me, it's not as funny as these top two for me, which Dick right, knows yeah. exactly what my top two are now. So. Yeah. Well, 
Because my, my number two is probably going to be your number two. Yeah. At least number one. So let's just get to your number two. Uh, Mr. Lebowski. <laughs> the big Lebowski number two for me. Should we just have an open discussion? Because that's my number two as well. My number two oh, as shit. well. What are the odds? Oh, <laughs> Hold nice. on. We all agree on something. Can we take a pause? And Someone did artwork with with Tarantino oh, and Tarantino. Coen Brothers yeah. stuff. Yeah, there's Reservoir Dogs. Pulp I, I saved it for a reason. You even got the, the no glorious bastards here in the top right, or the bottom right. Yeah. You got the missing toe here. You want a toe? Get your toe in half an hour. Forget about the fucking toe. <laughs> Uh, uh, sir, can you call? Uh, dear. Uh, hold on. Is your t- number two really Big Lebowski, Jansen? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. All of our Rug, number twos are Big Rug Lebowski. Really tied the room together, bro. Adam would <laughs> not <out>. be happy. <laughs> Adam would have had some Richard Stanley movie be a number two. This takes care uh, of all of our number twos. That yeah, is crazy. We've had none in common until now. <laughs> well, I mean, this, this you can't. I mean, this movie's just fucking gold, man. Well, it's been talked to death. Can yeah. I just ask one question? And because I asked everyone this when I talk about Big Lebowski, the first time you watched it, how did you feel about it? I think I immediately just to it. I was confused by it the first time I watched it, right? Because I was, it, I, I didn't know what to expect. Um. <clears throat> Well, look over Jansen's like, left shoulder. You get the dude right there. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, right, right there. Um, but yeah, I was I was confused by it the first time I watched it, and then I mean, obviously, like I still enjoyed it, but then the second time I was just I, okay, okay, I get it, I get it. This is funny. Like, there's some really funny shit happening here, and like the cast, the cast was underwhelming to me at first because I didn't like put two and two together with who who was doing this type of shit. Like, I didn't know who Jeff Bridges was when I first saw this. I didn't know who Steve Buscemi was when I first watched this. Oh, wow. Um, because it was, it was like, I was like really young when yeah, I first saw it. Yeah, sounds like, like it. I knew who like John Goodman was. So I was like, oh, this could be good. But then I started seeing like other things these people were in and then realizing, oh, this is like out of character for some of them and like not totally what they're all about. So like, this is really special. Um, Philip Seymour Hoffman, like <clears throat> I know he's done some wacky shit, but this is this is different for him too. So I think that's my piece. Go find I'll a cash machine. For, I'll suck your cock for thousand dollars. <laughs> Mister Lebowski has to be going now. Brett has to can watch. But he has to pay a hundred. I'm gonna go it's, find a uh, cash machine. Uh, uh, All right. You um, are? Uh, <laughs> okay. So the first time I watched Big Lebowski was when it came out, like right when it came out, and I was like, "What the fuck was that?" I already I already knew who the Corn Brothers were. I love them. I knew who everyone in the movie was, and I got I that. Seven. I just didn't understand. No, I'm not. I'm not saying you shouldn't know. I'm just saying. No, 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 no. no. By You're that right. time, I already knew who everyone was. Like I watched Roseanne. Yeah. I love John Goodman. I still do. Yeah. And um, so I'm watching. I'm like, I love everyone in this movie, but what the fuck is it? And then second time I watched it, I was like, I'll force myself to watch it again. And I was like, Oh, I like the story. And then the third time it clicked. The story doesn't fucking matter. It's just a character movie, and you watch the characters drift from one scene to the next. And I go, ah. And then it, I've watched it fucking every three months since then for yeah. 20-some years. I think in film school, we watched it every oh night my for God. Like three months straight, I think. Well, it sucks we because really you look like John Goodman in that movie. Perry looked exactly like the dude because he was a hippie and he had a robe. And So yeah. I got I got defaulted to fucking Steve Buscemi, yeah. who doesn't yeah. talk in that movie. And I'm like, that doesn't really fit me at all, but I guess I'll be him. <laughs> you just go like this. And I love Thanks the inside joke of 
the previous movie they all did together was Fargo, and Steve Buscemi mm-hmm. didn't shut the fuck up. So all they told him was shut the fuck up, shut Donnie, in this movie. Up, Donnie. <laughs> One of the greatest inside jokes in movie history. That's well, I guess, cool. I guess for this movie, it's the only time the Coen brothers have ever gave a candid, like, interesting interview, and it was to a rug magazine as a joke. <laughs> like, if you can find... They, they say, like, if you can find the interview in this magazine, it's like Rugs Digest. It's not even a movie magazine. And they, they had an interview with him because of the rug in the movie. <laughs> and is... I guess that somebody said... It's the most intense that they ever get in an interview because they're talking about they open up about things and they've never done that since or before in an interview. It's hilarious. All floor co- floor covering floor covering weekly interview. <laughs> floor covering weekly interview. Yeah, hilarious. But that yeah that this movie is just it, it's 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 just gold. And if you don't get it, I don't know. I don't know what to. I can't help you. It's like I can't explain well, why it's so great. Well, that's well, what I think. Th- what we've proven here, though, too, is that like we didn't like at least Phoenix and I didn't get it the first time, right? So it may be you know it's a slow burn for some people to understand the type of comedy and this type of enjoyment in a film that just doesn't have a, a image anywhere else in the industry. Like nothing else is really like this. No. I think it's a testament to the writing where it's not a movie you can watch and just go, I got it. It's okay. Like it's good or it's bad. I went, what did I, and it made me want to watch it again because I love, I've always loved raising Arizona and Hudsucker proxy from the Coen brothers from a, from childhood. And I was like, I fucking love those movies. And Fargo just came out though. So I wasn't really that familiar with it, but I was like, I'm missing something here. So I went back and rewatched it. And I'm like, all right, I got a little more, and then finally the puzzles—the puzzle pieces finally clicked. I'm like, "Oh, this story doesn't matter." <laughs> like, but that, right. <laughs> well, for me, it's it's kind of like um, like the closest thing that I can equate it to is like a fear and loathing. Like, there's this drug drug driven like kind of random randomness to it, and it, it, there's no sense in trying to follow it. It's just trying yep. to you, you just need to sit well, in it, sit in it and thing. enjoy it. Yes, that's the thing. It is it is a structured story the script is very structured because everything is called back they repeat the lines from the scene prior in a different context but as the in the joke like the part where she goes a man has problems saying vagina and 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 uh where he won't bat an eye when he says dick or rod or johnson jackie tree and the boss he goes johnson (laughs) <laughs> and then like yeah. and then it comes back uh you mean coitus like, yeah. all these it all comes back it's all full circle stuff yeah and even the music is full circle which i didn't realize until recently I, re- I was watching it again i was like oh shit the song after they leave larry Dill- uh, selby's uh, seller's house is the song's playing is you know mia comova pilar which was the name of the maid was pilar yeah so I was like, oh, I never made that connection that the song is the reason why that song is picked for that singer. I thought it was an odd choice. It's referring to Pilar, who they just spoke to. Mm-hmm. The, the kid scene. who the kid who fucked up his homework and, and <laughs> his dad wrote for Brannick. And, and yet his son's a fucking dunce. <laughs> yes. My my favorite, my absolute favorite line in the movie is such a throwaway line. It's just John Gummin sitting there, they're all sitting there and, and the dude is watching his landlord do his little yeah. play. And the dude, they're happy. talking about they're talking about in and out. We yeah. know it's by, the, but he's like, "We'll go there once we're done with the uh, what have you." 
<laughs> the way he says that line it makes me laugh think, so fucking hard. I think the delivery of any line yes. by John Goodman is just something to behold. Like it, even even his work on um, Community, you're just like God. That's John Goodman, and he's just so good, and I love it. <laughs> John Goodman's in that, Community. The oh yeah he's, yeah he plays one of the the principals of the other school. Uh, Have the, you not oh finished that? No, I finished it. I just don't remember him being on there. Yeah. That was he years. Plays, he I watched plays that years AC ago. Repairman School head. Yeah. Damn it! Why don't I remember that? I don't know. It, it's kind of a sub story that doesn't really get much traction. All right. It's anyway, before Troy leaves. Anyways. Yeah. But no. But the the be, the second best line is is the ending Why with John you? Goodman, and and Big Leba- and Lebowski are at the funeral home, and they're getting Donnie's stuff situated. You know, um, <clears throat> that's one hundred eighty dollars. <laughs> that is their most moderately pressure ship. Goes, $180? And he goes, um, just because we're bereaved doesn't, doesn't make, make it saps! And he gets so pissed off. <laughs> yeah. And then there's that scene where he just all of a sudden just he's put the, it's a shot of them just look at the guy. And John Goom is so pissed off. Like, it's just pure hate. And he's just <laughs> and then the next scene is God damn it! He just screams God damn it! Is there a Ralph's around here? <laughs> it's, it's so perfect. It's so oh, fucking perfect. We used to watch, Jansen, we used to put this movie on and just, just watch the John Goodman scenes and just fast oh forward to the gosh. next and then restart the movie and just go, yeah. all right. Oh my God. And just watch, because it was so oh. goddamn funny. And this was way after the movie came out. So it wasn't like it was just brand new. Yeah. It's, well, uh, it's 2004. 2003, 2004. Doesn't make us bereft. Yeah. Doesn't make us bereft. Doesn't make us <laughs> Shower shops. Shower All right. Shop. Oh, number one. Stop, stop being number Jewish. Number one's next. We're not done with number two. I'm sorry. No, but Big Lebowski. I'm Jewish. If I'm you, Jewish is fucking If you haven't watched it, go watch it. Adam, you're wrong about this movie. I think he just yes. needed to watch it with an open mind and a, a fresh slate just a couple more times. He would have loved it. But anyway. He's got no. plenty of time to watch it now. What's your number one there, Dick? Oh, we're going there already? Uh-huh. We're here. Oh, that's right, because we both had we're dwelling the same yeah. way too. Uh, I'm gonna go uh, back to school. Another Dangerfield movie, okay? Ronnie, I think because this is quintessential Ronnie Dangerfield of its time. Again, a Harold Ramis movie. Who Harold Ramis fixed the script. He made it what it is. The directions spot on. All of the movie is hilarious. It's funny. It's it still holds true to this day. You have a shot of titties in a PG movie <laughs> that for no reason. And he makes a joke out of it because he thinks he, he's looking for his son. So he's in the sorority, not a fraternity. And he goes, hey, Jason. He opens the shower and goes, oh, the girl with big old teeth goes, I'm sorry. You're perfect. And he closes the door on her. Just good stuff. And Sam Kinison's in it for a minute. His first movie debut. It is. He's funny. It is. I watched it a while ago. It is surprisingly very solid. Like it's yeah, funny. No, it, it's, it's funny. Solid comedy, yeah. Rodney Dangerfield, his movie career, you know, kind of. Well, hit, I hit love his stand up. I love Ronnie Dangerfield. Yeah. I just I love Ronnie Dangerfield. I think yeah. his stand up is the I think the best, one of the best, if not top five. He, his story, his real life story is just fascinating. Yeah. The guy never gave up. He went through some shit. Like he had a bad life. He had a oh, hard yeah. life. Well, look at his face. You could tell he had a hard life. Yeah. No, I mean, he said, he Road talked about, away what? he talked about when he was a kid, he would get into cars with strangers because they would give him a candy bar to let him, like, kiss him. 
like he he was molested as a kid because he was looking for someone to like be nice to him. Like mm-hmm. that's how bad his life was. Like it's just no. sad shit. But no comment. He flipped it. I mean, he went dark, and I'm just like, holy shit! And then he makes a joke out of it. Like, but what else? You, you have to, do, yeah. you know. Yeah, I love hearing stories about other comedians who meet him, and he's wearing a robe, and his balls yeah. are just hanging out. I heard so many people tell that story. <laughs> like, oh, I went God. to Dangerfield's place, and his balls are hanging out, and then I'm like, he, he just did that right. a lot, apparently. <laughs> and he shows you the magic of cocaine. I think uh, you know what? Cocaine's not bad for you if you do it like Rodney Dangerfield, because <laughs> he lived to be 84, and he was doing cocaine in his like late in the 70s well he wasn't doing it every single day like the, like chevy chase was he might have been doing it every day not yeah but i don't know those guys on like snl were just burning out their Blasted, brains yeah. like like every fucking day like hey let me, tell, let me show you how to do it right kids all right so that's a good movie i i really do enjoy it. i haven't seen it in a while but it is i think it's way better than caddyshack no, it is. It's yeah. way more solid than Caddyshack. I would say yes, absolutely. Um, well, that's more of a story. No, oh, it yeah. has a story, and it's like such a wacky story because he's a diver. You're like, what? And uh, what's her name? <laughs> Fucking McBride. What's her? What's her name? Terry Farrell. Marissa, Melissa tried to redo it. What's her name from fucking? Oh, she tried to redo that movie with. Yeah, back to school. Oh God, yeah. It's, uh, it, but it looked fucking Melissa terrible. Melissa McCarthy, thank you. Can yeah, I... no, she yeah, she did something similar. It was garbage. It yeah. looked awful, and I'm like, yeah, well, Dangerfield did this, and he did it well. Just leave it alone. Yeah. Right. And Melissa McCarthy sucks. You don't have to redo everything with a girl. Mm. No. Okay, Jansen. Didn't she redo Ghostbusters too? Yeah. She yep. Did. She's the heart of all evil. What's your number one there? So my my number one um, is is definitely not on any of your lists. Tell Um, us a year. Let us guess. 2007. Oh, my God. Is it Step Brothers again? Super bad. (laughs) No. It is super bad. It is super bad. Um, So super bad came out when I was in high school, and it, it was... It was the perfect movie for my time uh, at, at that point, and it and it hit all the the tones and, and the pieces that I was you know shit that I was going through and things that I was <clears throat> talking about and and it just it hit home. So um, my favorite part about this entire movie is the um, just the kind of sub story going on with Christopher Mintz plus Bill Hader and and uh, Seth Rogen, um, the, the cops the and, cops, and, and yeah. Fogel, cops and Fogel, <laughs> yeah. and it, it just it cracks me up every fucking time I watch it. Um, the the quotability, the shit that that Jonah Hill says, the awkwardness of Michael Sarah, like this yeah. movie, just it kind of all the pieces come together for me on this one. So I could I could literally watch this movie a hundred thousand times and, and still find it funny. Yeah, Superbad's um, a good one. It's yeah, funny. That's yeah. that's my that's my number one. You definitely have a Judd Apatow, Adam McKay 100%. school of thought. Yep, and I appreciate it. It's uh, Thanks. it's definitely not in our list. But well, yeah, I almost super had a forty-year-old version. Superbad is funny. I'm, I'm here to bring variety. That's what I do, yeah. man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, Superbad. I've only seen a few times, um, yeah. but every time I watch it, I'm, it's it's solid movie. I and... just I like the vibe of the movie too, like the whole the, the intro, um, like the pre credit or the pre credits and like the songs that are playing and like the like the. 70s like vibe that that they're throwing at it because at that time it was really cool to to have like throwback stuff from the 70s and like be interested in all that kind of um, culture and music and whatnot and it kind of just carries out through the entire movie and it's just a fun time 
I like it because the liquor store that he buys liquor at, McLovin, is mm-hmm. is that liquor store that was down the street from my old apartment, Dick, on Fuller. Oh. If you get down to oh, really? uh, to uh, Sunset Boulevard, it's right there. It's like Sunset and Fuller. There's a there's a really shitty liquor store that's right there. That's the one that was. Yeah. At least it looks exactly like it. If it's not it, and I was like, oh, there yeah. it is. Yeah, but I love it just because I mean you get a lot of like random <clears throat> things thrown in there too, like Joe Latruglio, like he's hilarious playing this ridiculous part of this guy and help them get to the party, but he's doing it because they basically blackmailed him because they backed up his car on them. And like um, Kevin Corrigan playing like just kind of a random cameo of the guy who's kicking him out of the party and is pissed off because his girlfriend danced with him and she got period blood all over his leg, like just yeah. ridiculous shit. And it's like this one big party end of the year. I'm graduating all this, that, and the other. And I don't know. I love it. Role models represents a, represent my high school years. Ro, role models is another good one. I, I wish I put role models in my honorable mention. Yeah. I'm gonna add that. Role models is a role good one. Because Paul Rudd in that movie is just me. Yeah. yeah. If I could name one person close enough to my personality, it's it's Paul Rudd in role models. Vente is not a large. <laughs> it's twenty. Yeah. No, uh, you're, she, you're, you're ignorant in two languages. Yeah. You're, <laughs> yeah. you're you're wrong in two languages. Vente is Italian for twenty. Twenty ounces. Oh. <laughs> I love it. Oh. But Joe Latrulio, you just brought him up. I don't want to mention. I want to mention he never gets the credit he deserves. Oh, he's he, so good. He's from the state. He's from Reno nine one one. He's in funny. like Paul and Ro- he's in Role Models. Brooklyn nine nine. Brooklyn nine nine. He's one of the leads on that. on that show. That guy is yeah. great. He's great in everything. He never. I just want to mention him because he never gets brought up when you talk about comedy movies, and I love him in everything. This, he always hits that mark. It's like that one guy that was in um, one of the his own new movies. What's his name from? Um, arrested development. Jason Bateman. No, the other, the, the the brother, the one who gets his hands cut off. Oh, I forgot his name too. I know who you're talking about, bro. He's in a bunch of stuff. Hold on, I forgot his name. I'll Ooh, pull it up. I, I don't know Arrested Development, so sorry. Here, How here's some money. Go see a Star War. Because we talked about like how he's in one scene of this this episode on on Twilight or the Twilight Zone, and we wanted more of them. Um. Tony Hale. Tony, oh, Tony Hale. Hale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tony Hale. Like, he just hits a mark. And he, he, he like, he like I want more of that guy. Like, it's, it's the same feeling for me for Joe Latrulio. Tony Hale was so fucking good in that Twilight Zone episode. Mm-hmm. And then he was just out of what He's in that one scene. Yeah. That's all we talked like, about I, for that I want, entire episode. I want to watch a whole series with yes. just him. He was so that, fascinating. Like, the episode sucked. It was okay, I guess. Mm-hmm. But he stole that episode. But, yeah, Tony Hale's great. 100%. Um, but yeah, uh, super bad, fun movie. Um, I I don't quote it often, but I do think about it enough in my head. If that makes sure. sense. Like whenever I <laughs> no, see a Hawaii like... ID, because my girlfriend's obviously <laughs> from Hawaii, I picture what name? McLove. What are you fucking seal? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think about that like in my head, but I don't say it out loud. Yeah. Um, yeah. My my favorite line in that movie is. I forget the girl's name, but it's it's right after they 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 go to the liquor store and McLovin's in it and he's getting held up, and they're turning around, they're talking about lube, and he's like, "That's stupid and bullshit." And then they turn around, and they see this girl walking away, and she's she's got these new big pair of tits, and she's like, "Oh, I gotta go catch a glimpse of those warlocks." <laughs> I'm like, what? I love uh, where does that come from? Jonah Hill's like, "What are you banging sixty year olds or, or they're nineteen? <laughs> they're not dried up." Well, biddies or whatever. They're good to go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, thanks for lubing your four-inch cock. Oh. <laughs> I really appreciate it, Michael. And Bill- that was Emma Stone's uh, the introduction to yeah. Emma Stone. Bill Hader though stole that movie for me. 
I don't know why I loved him so much in that movie. Bill Hader is is one of those. I mean, like I don't know if you've watched Barry at all on HBO. But I want Barry's to. Barry's good. Barry's it, solid. It is. Know. It is so good. That's and good uh, Bill Hader, yeah, absolutely steals the show in anything he's in. He's 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 just so like into it, and you can tell. If you're interested in Bill Hader, I would just say we'll we'll almost end on this because I only got my my number one. We've already talked about it, and we're done. Check okay. out the there's a one of those deep fake videos. But it's Bill Hader on like Conan or something, doing his impression of Tom Cruise, and they put Tom Cruise's face over him when he does his Tom Cruise face. It's fucking perfect, because I, I watched that without before I realized what deepfake was, and I'm like, holy shit! <laughs> like the cop, I was like, oh, <laughs> right, I, I believe it. I gotta hear. We'll watch it after. Yeah, deepfake's it, ridiculous. It's creepy. But anyway, um, my number one we've already talked about, Hot Fuzz. Yeah, Hot Fuzz. I will say, you know what's funny to me. I'm sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, my top five to six, six movies, my top six, I'd say, are flawless as far as I'm concerned. Obviously, it's my opinion, but I, I don't sure. see any flaws in them. I, I, Hot Fuzz, though, is Shaun of the Dead, the perfection of, like I said, holding up a mirror. And the same thing applied to Big Lebowski. I just, that's why I was starting that to say that, but I, I was going to save it for Big Lebowski. But it's holding up a mirror to the first half of the script, and the second half is reflected is a reflection of that where it's everything set up the dialogue and it's all paid off. Shaun of the Dead's the same way. Hot fuzz is really like that. Everything they say, like no luck catching those swans. Then and later on, it's no luck catching those killers. Then like the exact same lines, just different mm. enough. Yeah. And it's look at everything. his arse. Look at his horse. <laughs> yeah. Look at his horse. I, I was going to say, I, I, when I first saw this, I, I didn't, I, I wasn't, I wasn't a fan. Oh, um, the first time I saw it. The second time I saw it, I, I enjoyed it thoroughly. I need to watch it again. I feel like I would appreciate it now that I'm a bit older. Um, but well, yeah, solid pick. I saw it in the theater because I was a uh-huh. huge fan of Shaun of the Dead, and I saw that in the theater two or three times. And then I saw Hot Fuzz in the theater. I went, oh no. See, and, oh. and that was my. I think it was because I went into the expectation I was of Shaun of the Dead was this, and Hot Fuzz is that. Like it is them right but it's a completely different yes category and and i I don't know how to explain it but yeah i I hear you the first time i watched it i was in the theater and i was like oh no they're doing and i was like oh just a shootout ends okay i was watching it too much like a generic movie and then i rewatched it again in the theater and i went ah like on it clicked when i heard the line and i heard it repeated later i go Oh, it is Shaun of the Dead written. Like, it's the same... St- okay, and I really fucking enjoyed it. If you buy it on Blu-ray or, or the 4K, they have, a, like, a pop-up video version of that where it's a little bubble, and it says, like, this is why this is like this. It's, it's great. They oh, have, really? They have the whole, have whole thing on there. I have the I think, 4K set. I'll let you borrow it. Jansen's for it. I think the, the piece that I was missing from it is that, like, I think Shaun of the Dead was so, like, over the top as far as, like, what was happening in the in the movie compared to hot fuzz was like not necessarily a slow burn or anything, but like it wasn't as flamboyant and out there as what I was expecting. And that's why it threw me off. See, and that's where I would actually completely disagree. I think hot fuzz is way more out there as far as switch from beginning to end. Dick. No, no, not necessarily from beginning to end. I just think it's like, I don't know. It's, it starts off with a guy like, thinking there's murders when they keep saying there's not to him shooting old people with guns. <laughs> like It's fucking great. Yeah. He kicks that old lady in the face over the fence. It's true. Knocks her ass out. Quick question. Did any of you watch that God awful um, 
movie that Bill Murray put out recently? No. Where it's like, where no. it's like a, a zombie movie. Zombieland oh, Two. The, the Jim oh, Jarmusch movie. Yeah, the Jim Jarmusch. Uh, yeah, I didn't watch the it. The guy from Star Wars. Adam Driver's in it. What yeah, it's it called, called? Uh, the Dead. The, uh, the Dead Don't Die. The, the, the Dead Don't, don't die. die. Yeah. It was fucking horrendous. Like, I, I saw. Hated it, I saw some clips thing. that they bring up the director in the dialogue where he's like, Jim must have thought this oh, song no, no, no. fit. The, the entire movie breaks the fourth wall from the first scene. Why? It's not it's, that. It, yeah, it, it was stupid. Jim Jarmusch it, is a piece of shit as far as I'm concerned. Well, now I, I'm sitting I here thinking, okay, Bill Murray, Adam Driver, Steve Buscemi, Danny Glover, this could be good. And then just fucking dead. It was bad. Was it Michael so or Remco who was super into coffee and cigarettes? I think both. I remember watching, like, and I was like, I can't fucking stand Jim Jarmusch. And then he's done some movies since. He did a movie with uh, Tom Hiddleston about, like, vampires called Only Lovers Left Alive. Yeah, that was all right. Yeah, and then this that came out, and I was like, oh, I don't think I've seen a Bill Murray since Bill Murray movie since the Ghostbusters remake. And I was like, oh. Isle of Dogs, you didn't watch that? No. I like Isle Dogs. Well, think I about think it. about why. I like Isle Dogs. Wes Anderson. Yeah, I just yeah, I, I just I don't care. So let's end on this, guys, because we're already at an hour eight. So let's finish up. Yep. I will just say, are there any comedies you're looking forward to? Because for me, I can't think of any. I, I well, first off, I don't watch previews, just like you. Second off, I feel like nothing's really being made that's of any note lately, and and for most of the part, I, all I watch is like really like gritty dark or um serious drama tv shows at this point yeah because i feel like that's where i'm getting my money's worth um i, I feel like she... movie industry at, at this point in time right now is just not doing it for me no it, it sucks suicide squad looks like the yeah. best comedy for me what how american summer should have been on i'm my, sorry can my you my just mention. back up that should have been on my mention list what how american summer is good yeah um Dick, did you just say Suicide Squad looks good? It does. It the does. new Suicide Squad. It looks yeah. good. But the first one looked good. No, no it the didn't. first one was like shit. The first this one looked like shit, good. and it was shit. But, yeah, but the first but previews, one... but the first previews were like, oh, this could be good. No, Jan, no. you gotta you gotta this... read the names involved. Yeah, James yeah. Gunn's this, this involved. One has it's gonna be 90, a lot. Has like a hundred percent Rotten Tomato score. Yeah, yeah. this one's really good. This this, one's did any of you watch the Snyder Cut? The other one that just came out. The Snyder Cut. Or the Black Widow. Justice League Snyder Cut? No, I, I watched that. Um, I really like Snyder Cut. Snyder Cut was good. I didn't think the one I with uh, Scarlet. Yeah, the Black Widow. Oh, Black movie. Widow. It was eh, fine. Eh, it's a, I'm this done with. I'm. It. It's the last Marvel movie I want to watch in a while. I'm done. Well, yeah. I guess it is going to be the last. I Marvel just don't movie give a fuck. Watch. I don't care. I, I, I haven't know. even watched any of the shit that's on Disney for it. Like yeah. I haven't. Oh, watched. those those are pretty good. Yeah. I couldn't get yeah. into the first one that came out. Which one is WandaVision. it? WandaVision. WandaVision. The first three episodes are tough. No, I I loved the first three episodes. I hated Did the you? rest of it. Well, I think really? they, I, was... I think they fit well for you though too because you're such a big Twilight Zone fan. Yes. I feel like that that falls into. Your I stick. loved the fact that why the fuck is this happening? And I love the mystery of like why yeah, you know, what she's stuck in. I love characters that are stuck in weird worlds, which is I love Truman Show. And yeah, and and Cabin I in the Woods. I like it too. I just didn't think but, it had much substance. Is the yeah. problem? I agree. Toward the end, it just turned into superhero superhero yeah. schlock, and I fucking hated it. Oh really? Yeah, but 
Loki. All right. Anything else you guys are looking forward to? I'm sorry. I kind of took the new Ghostbusters. I'm interested. I refuse to watch the new trailer. Unfortunately, I go to IMDb and it shows the little baby stay fluff marshmallow. And I'm like, why? It was just a random thought Ray had. Why is it in this? (laughs) Because member berries, you know? Yes. But Mm -hmm. why the fuck is it here? Like, they're gonna have to go so far out of the way for this to make sense. Honestly, dude, it's 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 a giant money grab. They're gonna pull every little piece out of the well, old. The, ter- the terror dogs are back. Yeah. Why? And they walk on two legs now. Okay, that doesn't it's matter. Like, but... It's like when they did the live action <laughs> Scooby Doo movie. You're like, I don't need this. Yeah, Matthew, Lillard, just do do whatever you do. If it's man. a good story, yeah. I'm fine. Because I don't like kid movies like this, where they go, oh the kids on adventure, oh so I, and I guess there's like get, there's kind of hints in the original, the first trailer, the mine shaft yeah. is owned by the guy that invented the, or that created the building in the first one, Ego uh-huh. Tan or whatever. I feel like Ego. there's this big idea in Hollywood that says, oh the new generation needs to have this reintroduced to them, so we should remake it, and and the reality is, is no. we really shouldn't. It's not that it's we own this property that makes money. Can we make more money we, out of it? No, no, I get that. With this, we don't want to make anything new. We want to make little Stave Puff Marshmallow Man yeah. toys for kids. That's for it. adults. For adults, they ne- kids the, buy the, the, the movie. The movie companies never advanced past Star Wars as far as toys are concerned. They went, mm-hmm. we got fucked in our toy deal. There, we're making it up. Yeah, yeah, that's what happened. That's it. But yeah, the, I I, I want to watch the new Star or sorry, the new Ghostbusters movie. But I also am very deeply concerned that there are that those memory shit like stay put. Why is there a st- Ray was on the top of the building and we we're like, don't think anything bad. And he's like, and he thought of the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. That's the whole joke is it was random. Yeah. yeah. And now I mean, here it is, is little baby ones. Why? Well, but it's 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 also it's a character he had as a kid growing up. That company wouldn't still be in fucking business fifty years later. No, yeah. it's. It, I mean, it, the it's next stupid. things, the next things I'll probably watch are going to be Suicide Squad. I'll, I'll give it a shot. <clears throat> um, free Guy. I like Ryan Reynolds, so I'll watch that. Um, and not comedy related, but I'll wait. I'll watch the new 007 once it finally comes out. Oh too. yeah. Well, that's the thing. All these movies were supposed to come out last year. Right. This is all. This oh. is basically. Well, 007 was supposed to come out in like February of last yeah. year or some shit. It was supposed to come Amazon out September the year before. Amazon was, it, was the year before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It got Amazon... held up. Sorry, it wasn't like no. 007 done like two and a half years ago? But then it oh, got yeah, caught because of yeah, like Sony for long, and all yeah. this weird shit going on. And then it was supposed to come delayed. out November 2020. Yeah. Then it was supposed to come out February 2021. Then it was supposed to come out in May. Then it comes out in November now. Yeah. Oh, don't it's forget just... they're redoing the Candyman too. Uh... Jordan Peele. No, no. Yeah, Jordan Peele's produced. No, I'm good. Yeah. All right, let's get out of here. Candyman, bitch. So let's get out of here. Uh, on this show, next episode we're doing as I believe. Oh fuck you, Dick. <laughs> Dick Dick chose for episode 22. The Fog from 1980. Because <laughs> he knows how much I hate it. The original Fog. The original yeah. Fog. Yeah. I can't stand that movie. And then Jansen chose Halloween, so that'll be episode 23. Right. And then I gave it fuck you. you and how, I, how do you feel about that pick? Better or worse? Um, Halloween's great, obviously, but I chose, as a fuck you back to Dick, I chose Elvis from 1979. It's a made-for-TV movie about Elvis. that week. 
You should be sick that week. We should all be sick. <laughs> I'm sure it's actually good. That'll be uh, October 3rd, that episode's slated for. Oh, so we got, yeah, a, we we got, got a while to forget about it and forget to be time. sick. They just did release the Jackass Forever trailer. No, thank you. All right. No, um, you said? No. Um, no. Until next time. In the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. I'm Jansen Carlin. So long, citizens. So long, John Carpenter, for some reason. I don't know why this is part of your show. I don't know. Because we didn't know where else to put it. Because fuck it. I had to throw it in somewhere, and this is our live show for the week. (laughs) Bye.